Welcome, welcome to Sushi Fridays. I'm your host, Andrea Pasquale. I'm a fashion brand owner and designer. I'm also a brand slash graphic designer, and I'm recording this from home base, Toronto, Canada. Today's episode is a topic I've had many, many, many conversations about with creatives of all kinds, particularly in Toronto, and it's one that sits very close to home. The discussion today is, do we as creatives need to leave Toronto to make it? Specific to this conversation, I'll be talking about fashion creatives, so from a fashion point of view. And let me tell you why I thought about this. So I've been thinking about this ever since I left Toronto to begin with 14 years ago. But more recently, since I was paying attention to the Kith opening in Yorkville. So Kith is an American brand. I am a fan of Kith. My fiance put me on Kith. And I mean, I've been to the store in Brooklyn, in Manhattan. I have Kith clothing. I'm a fan of Ronnie. I think Kith is a dope brand. When I saw the lineups on Instagram and TikTok, I thought, holy crap, I need to be there. And I also thought, when was the last time people lined up for a cool, dope Canadian brand? And I'm not talking about Canada Goose Jackets at Yorkdale. I mean a dope independent brand. I haven't seen it. And if you have, send me a message and put me on. But I have not seen it with my own eyes. So this led me to the topic of today's episode. Do we as fashion creatives need to leave Toronto to make it? To preface this. Here's my backstory. I was born and raised in Toronto. And this is if you're new to me, because you're probably thinking, why is she talking about this? And why does she care so much? Well, let me tell you. So I was born and raised in Toronto. I went to the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York 14 years ago. This was after finishing my graphic design degree in Toronto. After my schooling in New York, I was given this work visa that allowed me to stay in the U.S. if I got sponsorship within X amount of months of graduation, didn't happen. After that, I moved to Vancouver. I interned at uh, an independent Canadian footwear company called John Fluvog. I also started making leather goods out of my apartment. When that internship ended, I stayed in Vancouver for five years. I started working office jobs. I worked as a footwear salesperson at this department store called The Bay. I was working in restaurants. I worked in real estate pre-construction, all of that while sewing on the evenings and weekends. Lo and behold, the West Coast didn't work out for me, so I moved back home to Toronto. When I moved back home to Toronto, I started saving up for another sewing machine. I started a leather choker collection. I continued sewing leather goods while working other jobs during the day. And it was difficult, not going to lie. Fast forward to last year, I launched my recent capsule collection. I reached out to a ton of people, like creators, influencers, etc., just to inquire about if they would be interested in helping me promote, etc., etc., 
only a handful of people responded and i'm not kidding i reached out to a lot like a ton of people and the creator slash influencer agencies who i connected with some of them either ghosted didn't answer some of them did respond and literally ghosted me mid email conversation like okay cool so i've never really felt supported in toronto just in general and i've been doing this for a long time maybe it's me i don't want to dwell on that anymore but just my general feeling after seeing how things were in new york and seeing the community there and also going back quite often throughout the years and seeing the way my friends have flourished there sometimes i just can't think stop thinking to myself like do we as fashion creatives need to leave toronto to make it i am going to explore four ideas to add to this discussion and let's see where this goes number one lack of resources so we don't have a fashion week here we used to it doesn't exist anymore get this fashion isn't considered part of the arts so it's not included in government culture portfolios so no grants specific to fashion cool and we have the CAFA awards which i follow closely shout out to all the dope creatives who were nominated who won i'm really big on supporting canadian fashion and just canadian creatives doing it up that being said if you're not invited to sit at the table like me then what does what does that person do what does one do if they're not invited to sit at the table so what i did was when they announced the cafe awards i was like okay i don't know anyone here i'm gonna place myself in that situation i'm gonna be proactive i'm gonna be part of part of this you know so i went online and i thought to myself i'm gonna get a ticket i want to sit at a table and meet people i kid you not i looked up what a solo ticket was it was seven or eight hundred dollars can't remember just several hundred dollars very very big number and then i thought okay that is unattainable (laughs) bye so that didn't work out do we as fashion creators need to leave toronto to make it number two where exactly is our fashion epicenter in the city so aside from the lack of resources here if we do want people to support us where can they line up where's our shopping district where's the foot traffic where canadian brands live like where can we congregate let's take a look at some toronto neighborhoods so we have queen west i was walking on queen west the other day i went into cotton canadian brand dope stuff cool i walked to frank and oak a few steps away across the street cool didn't see anything else after that so which boutique is the coolest and has the best canadian brands let's look at ossington love the vibes reigning champ canadian bc based i've been a fan for a long time majuri jewelry brand canadian cool there's a men's boutique right at the corner of queen and ossington they have some cool stuff spadina has nomad very cool store i don't know if i saw any canadian brands in there and i was there a couple weeks ago 
And livestock on Spadina, the new expanded location, I think their socials doesn't do the store justice. Like the store is a fun shopping experience. I was there a few weeks ago with my fiance and we spent a lot of time in the store, like looking at clothes and just like enjoying the store. Okay, cool. And now we have Young and Bloor, which was formerly positioned as a place to shop years ago. I don't even know what's going on in there. Like, I only go to Italy. Sorry. I only go to Italy to eat and Indigo to look at books. That's it. But we have Yorkville, so it gets better. There's contraband. There is the Serpentine, which several months ago I walked in and I spoke to the owner. He was He gave so much insight on just the fashion and culture scene in the city so that was interesting we have stone island there kith and then the webster which is actually my favorite boutique in toronto but i feel like it needs canadian brands so looking at all those little neighborhoods i'm not sure where a version of soho exists or the fact that the stores are kind of scattered affects the fact that we don't have like a place to congregate as fashion people i don't know i mean the people gallery is my favorite instagram account he is basically a fashion vlogger who goes around interviewing people and asking them what they're wearing where would i and this is how i picture it if i was doing something like that which area of the city would i do that in and he does it in soho new york where would i do that in toronto i don't know where's our fashion epicenter in the city not sure number three do we as fashion creatives need to leave toronto to make it now this third point is personal to me because it's pretty specific so our leather craft industry here is non-existent And the reason why this is personal to me is because this is the first thing I've learned. Designing shoes and handbags, leather goods, making the pattern, cutting the pattern, cutting the leather. And constructing leather goods is different than apparel because there's a way to to approach the leather. Like the edges need to be shaved off, which is called skiving. The edges need to be glued. Sometimes the leather needs to be, something needs to reinforce the leather to make it stronger. And there's different like sewing and weaving techniques to put it together as well. I have a cylinder arm sewing machine. So imagine me sticking my arm out and and rolling a handbag around it, if that makes sense. So that's the kind of machine I have, but leather crafting also needs specific machines depending on if i'm sewing a wallet or sewing something else where i could just use a flatbed sewing machine getting a little technical here but the approach is different from apparel and the leather crafting industry doesn't exist so as a leather goods designer it's pretty tough trying to create a collection on my own as one person like just pushing out leather goods it doesn't exist here in the city number four lack of community 
And this one is also a little personal to me. And maybe it's because I am, quote unquote, a little bit older. Or maybe it's because most people I know are hashtag no new friends. They don't care about fashion or schmoozing or like going events and meeting people. I don't even know if that's required. All I know is that there is a certain feeling about this city that if you're not cool, if you're not popping, if you're not rated by someone else, then you're you're still not cool enough. Like, you know, it's like you need to pop off first for people to rate you. And that has been the feeling for a very long time. I don't like bringing negativity into my conversations anymore because I don't like vibrating on that level. But that is a common topic of conversation. I do still talk to fashion creatives who I meet and we we talk about everything and they say they'd want to move to New York, they'd want to move to LA, they want to move to London, etc. And as someone who's tried moving to the US, what I'd like to know is what work visa are you on? The older one gets, the quote-unquote harder it is, they say, but I think it's also because you have a different set of responsibilities as you age, like a family, like a mortgage, a steady job, etc. And it's not that easy to pick up and go to another country without anything set up yet, without sponsorship, realistically. So yeah, I want to know, like for those who are thriving in LA or New York, can you send me a message, please? And let me know which work visa you're on. I'm, I'm really trying to understand this here, but yeah. I think that lack of community or lack of feeling of community plays a big role in creatives thinking that we have to leave the city because all we want is support. It's just very hard to find support if you're not part of a clique, if you're not part of a crew, et cetera, et cetera. To recap, number one, in my opinion, I think that our resources are limited. We have a lack of grants and funding. And I don't expect everyone to be invited to the table, but if we're not invited to sit at the table, then where else can we go? Like what other table can we sit at? Number two, where's a place where we can shop and congregate and like buy dope Canadian brands? Does the fact that our cool stores are spread out throughout the city, like does that affect things? location means a lot right so how does that affect it how does that affect our feeling about fashion in the city number three a personal reason but for me i don't have manufacturing resources in toronto point blank period my main material is leather and the leather crafting industry is non-existent here And then number four, the lack of community. From my perspective, is it my age? Do I need to schmooze more? I am not part of the clique or the cool crew or whatever exists out there. So how does that work out? Now, with all of those points of discussion, I don't like talking without presenting some sort of solution. So... My solution is, regardless of the lack of resources, 
regardless of the question of location, regardless of the lack of manufacturing, regardless of the feeling of stush in the city, we have to create our own community. We have to still build together. I have met so many cool people, especially in the past year who are doing great things in fashion who don't care about awards or to be rated but who do care about great work and just like doing dope expressive new fresh work that's the shit i care about too so we create our own community and how do we do this i am a community person on the other end of the spectrum in my graphic design design world, I have been building an online community since the beginning of COVID. And I've learned that meeting people from online to in real life and growing and just building from there does make a difference in learning and support and just getting better at what we do. So this is my solution. And because this is called Sushi Fridays, I'm sharing this with you. So if you're listening, listen closer, please. A private sushi dinner party on Friday where different fashion creatives from top to bottom, like executive level, student who just graduated, someone transitioning in their career to fashion, photographers, mentors, designers, etc., etc., not just people from a PR list. Yes, so these kinds of people, I was going off on a tangent there, but these kinds of people having real conversations, real learning and connecting on Sushi Friday. This is my solution because I think we need to learn from each other. We need to support each other. And this is the best way to do it from connecting and talking and sharing our stories and seeing how we can improve. If you are a fashion creative in Toronto, Canada, and you're listening to this, and you want to talk about this episode, and you want to join us for dinner on Sushi Fridays with a private guest list, because I'm going to curate it, <laughs> please DM me at Sushi Fridays Pod on Instagram or send me an email at sushifridayspod at gmail.com. I want to continue the conversation with my city because I know this is where I am right now. So let's do it here. Let us do something. Let me know if this episode made any kind of sense or resonated in any sort of way with you. Please subscribe to Sushi Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or iHeartRadio. One very last thing. If you are a creative or a founder or an entrepreneur and you would benefit from a free brand audit from me, please leave me a review and a rating. Send me a screenshot and we can set it up. I will talk to you soon. I'm your host, Andrea Pasquale. I am signing off now. It's Thursday night and I'm getting this podcast ready for Friday. And I will talk to you again next Friday.